169th Fighter Wing. This is Vito with the inaugural chapter of Fox Chatter. My opportunity to talk to all of you about what is going on. Up front, I want to claim no credit for this. Thank you to Nightmare for the great idea of a podcast. I hope you all get uh, something out of this. And it's informative and uh, you know you feel better, better educated coming into Drill this weekend. So... My general format talking to you is going to be to give you an update on the big picture things that are going on within a, within the wing, and then maybe a little bit more of the, the smaller news that you'll be interested in, and then we'll get down to some of your questions uh, back to me that hopefully we get more of with our, with our inbox. So, so right up front, our big picture is Operation Typhoon Fox, and you heard me talk about that at our last drill. And that is our preparation for uh, a potential conflict in the Pacific AOR. Uh, and I will start off by saying we are we are on track with with our focus. We are on track with the intent of our our leadership. I went to the Wing Commanders Conference last month, and the Secretary of the Air Force, within two minutes of the conference starting, uh, the word China came out of his mouth talking about our, our need to prep. So we are absolutely tracking. We've got a, a great plan that's in the process of being built. And uh, I, think, I think you're all going to really enjoy the prep that we have going forward. Uh, and you're going to feel like you're really doing something that, uh, that our nation needs. So we are tracking on that. What you are going to see this month is probably some smaller uh, level training to just kind of work our way into it. Like I've mentioned to you, we are we are not sprinting. We are going to crawl, walk, run, and we're going to build up to it. So you're, what you're going to see is probably a little bit more uh, unit level training this time around. And then coming in November, December, you're going to see a much more consolidated game plan for the training. So please don't be disconcerted if we are not leaping into this. It is absolutely coming and uh, it's going to be fairly significant in terms of the amount of training you're going to get and the new skills you're going to possess uh, coming out of it. We are building this training not from uh, from our own minds but based on a CONOP that PACAF has, has built. If you're looking for something to read uh, at the secret level, that gives you a great idea of how we would be expected to deploy to the PACOM AOR. This document, the CONOP, is really it. It uh, simplifies things. It gives you a good idea that a lot of it has been thought through already. And the complexities, while they are definitely there, are a little bit less than uh, than what I thought they were going to be. So so that is a an enormous emphasis item for us. And we're going to keep uh, tracking on that. And you're going to see a little bit of that at uh, at drill. Other big picture items, um, wing processes is another thing we're working on very heavily. Uh, Hyde, our deputy commander, is uh, is our point guy on that, and he is engaging actively. Uh, and what I will say is when we try to identify our processes, our people that are doing the work on these are doing a great job already. It is very difficult to, to find a process and improve it, and it takes... Uh, more than just the people in a specific office to get there. It, it, most of our processes that need that need some tweaking 
require interaction between, and that's that's the wing leadership's job to do that. So, um, and with our people that are working real hard and actually make their lives easier to uh, to a large extent. So, it's a huge emphasis item for us. Try to make sure that everyone's getting paid appropriately, that uh, we don't get caught in, uh, in 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 CMS cases and other other kind of actions that slow us down. So, we're looking to make that process better. When you change statuses, uh, that's another one that can frequently cause some interruptions to uh, to pay, and we're looking to make that better as well. On top of that, we're looking at our processes for promotions, evaluations, hiring, everything to just see what we can do to smooth uh, smooth that stuff out. Speaking of some of those processes and finance, I'd really like to give them a shout out. The FM team was just phenomenal over the last weekend. They knocked it out of the park with the end of year closeout. Over a million and a half dollars in fallout money and contracts executed. Incredibly impressive. And also just really getting after our needs. The entire team just did a great job at processing the inputs that the wing had, prioritizing them and getting after them. On top of that, uh, our superstars in contracting were awesome at generating the contracts because so many of these things can't just be purchased in a store. They require a contract and that requires a ton of legwork. So, so much work that went into that. They were working all weekend to close out the fiscal year and then build our next fiscal year as well once we uh, once we avoided the cliff that was the, the potential shutdown. Glad to have that behind us and, and hopefully it stays behind us um, with the CR only going until November 17th. Uh, so like I said, those are two of our big big uh, priority items, the uh, Typhoon Fox wing processes. The other one uh, that is a huge emphasis item for me is uh, the wing morale and family feel. Uh, so we're, we're starting to get after that. We're looking at our calendar for the next fiscal year, building that out, and not just with Typhoon Fox, but also with looking for some opportunities for some additional morale events. And then me personally, I'm looking for things on, on weekdays that we can do to make your lives better. Looking to get you guys out of here a little bit earlier on, uh, on Fridays. Uh, we closed out our flying hour program, which another great job because that's an entire wing effort. Uh, closed out the entire flying hour program and as a, as a thank you to that, took, uh, took some little extra time off there in a morale event last week. So that is another huge emphasis item for me. And I will say those, those items that you just heard me talk about, I'm going to talk a little bit here towards the end about the climate survey briefly, but I'll just say now those were takeaways from last year's climate survey. So I just want you to know like we really get after those things and that's what I took away as a uh, as, as, you're, as the wing commander now, is things that uh, are really important to you guys. So those are our big picture things uh, that we're working on. I also, you know, while we're kind of on the topic of big picture things, one of the, and the climate survey, I'm going to kind of hop around here just a smidge, but one of the things we get asked a little bit in the climate survey and I hear talking to people is, hey, what, what is this emphasis? Are, are we trying to get the F-35 or are we, are we F-16? And like you heard me say at the briefs last weekend, uh, those F-16s out there, they're our babies, and we love them, and we need to make them as combat-capable as possible, and our focus is absolutely on those. That being said, we have to look to the future. We have to look to the longevity of the wing, and that has to be an emphasis item. And I will say that that, that instinctual feeling that we've all had that has been backed up with actual words. So uh, 
this last or back in August, the Secretary of the Air Force made a made a statement, and he said the ANG fighter units, as their fighters retire, will be recapitalized. And his priorities are to recapitalize with fighters first until he runs out, recapitalize with other flying aircraft second until he runs out, and then recapitalize with quote-unquote enduring missions, which means not flying. So you can read between the lines on that. He wouldn't have a number two and a number three if every fighter unit was being recapitalized with other fighters. And so that's the why behind why we work so hard with our CODELs and why you hear us talking about F-35 and other fighters is because we want to make sure we're not left behind. We want to make sure that we keep a flying mission and we want that to be a fighter flying mission. That is our priority. So make no mistake about what we're doing around here. It's the F-16. We are relevant. We have a, we have a mission and we are training for it, but we must keep uh, our eyes on the future. We're the best. And I believe that with all my heart. Uh, went into that in a little bit more depth than I planned on, uh, but hopefully you have a little bit better perspective on what we're doing. So like I said, there's the big picture stuff. Other smaller picture things, uh, but still big deal. Uh, our XAB is uh, about halfway out the door. XAB is Expeditionary Air Base, and uh, it is all of our airmen that are in RCP3, Reserve Component Period 3, uh, and were previously tasked to ACS, Agile Combat Support. Traditionally, most of our airmen, we got about 150 that are going out right now, would go to a smattering of bases across the AORs when they, when they deployed in their RCP. The XAB concept basically took that smattering of bases, consolidated them into almost just one base, and then on top of that, added a leadership component. So instead of just going to a smattering of bases, now almost all of our airmen are going to a single base, and that base is being run by uh, primarily our leadership. So I would say probably 90% of the people who deployed in the XAB were going to deploy anyways, maybe even higher than that. Uh, and then the other 5 10% were a little bit of an add-on. The one thing I do want to say is, I, I do want to address is, there was a lot of flail with this XAB because it came about so late in the game. And, and, and what I want to do is assure all of you that, that I don't view that as an okay thing. Myself, my predecessor, and all of us have voiced our, our dissatisfaction with that. And we're going we're gonna to keep fighting for you guys and make sure to the best of our ability that that doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen again and we can send people out uh, the right way. Uh, so with the XAB out the door... Most of them are in the mission support group. So if you're in, uh, in, in ops or maintenance, you, you might not understand exactly what's happening, but realize with absolute certainty that our fire department, our civil engineers, our security forces are deploying a lot of people. And to backfill, we have brought a lot of people on orders, have some understanding for some learning curves across the base in our support group as they as they bring DSGs on and those DSGs get uh, spun up. And, and to those DSGs that are listening right now, thank you. Thanks for uh, putting your civilian job aside and, and coming here to help us out. Another thing that uh, I mentioned earlier, the Wing Commanders Conference, boy, I could go on all day about that, but I absolutely won't. In addition to the, the emphasis on China, the other thing that General Brown, our former chief, now the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, emphasized, and, and I bet you all of you have heard this before, but he emphasized his statement of 
accelerate, change, or lose. And we are striving to do that here at the wing. And what I want to emphasize to you is it's, uh, it's not me. It's not the wing staff. It's not your commanders. Well, it is, but it's you too. And if we want to accelerate change, and we do, I want to, you all to feel empowered to do that. I want you all to feel empowered to identify things. I want you to feel empowered to identify where regs have not kept up, kept up with changes. I want you to be able to identify where innovative ideas could help us get to where we want to be. And I want you to help identify how we can do better, where we can take risk. And I want you to, after you listen to this, feel like, yeah, I can, I can talk to my shop chief. I can talk to my commander. I can bring good ideas forward because that is, that's truly how we accelerate change. A lot of us, you know, when, when you're, when you're fixing problems day to day, you, you, we can't see everything. And so, you know, honestly, we, we rely on you. So, so please take that opportunity, look for opportunities to, to help make us, make us better. Um, and, and keep us moving the ball forward. As I mentioned, the climate survey, it should be waiting for you in your inbox. It's a little bit of a different climate survey than the ones we've done in the past. Uh, we're doing the, the DOD mandated system this year because uh, the TAG basically wants to get a baseline for the entire state of South Carolina, Army and Air, so we're taking the same survey uh, as, as the rest of them. What I will say is, like I mentioned up front, we take your inputs very seriously, and I never want you to think that it's uh, that it's 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 not discussed. So, my emphasis items come from both uh, my heart and from your inputs, and it'll continue to be that way. In addition to that, I've talked with every one of your squadron commanders about what happened or what they saw in the climate survey, what what we liked, what we didn't like, what we're going to keep doing, what we're going to change. Um, and they're all working really hard. They're all amazing people as well, and they're going to continue doing a great job. But what we want from you is to take some time, fill it out, put in your inputs, and then uh, and then move on, uh, and then trust us that we're gonna we're gonna apply those. So, uh, and I, I understand the concept of survey fatigue. Why do you keep asking me these questions? I can understand some of that frustration. My ask of you is put that aside, take five ten minutes, uh, take the survey. And, uh, and and help us get better. Another thing that I could use your help with, and actually is help for you, is our college assistance program. The state of South Carolina has over $8 million remaining in that fund that is unused. We want to use all that money so that we can expand the college assistance program. The details of it have been posted in the app. So if you're listening to this, you're probably on the app. Go to groups uh, and Casey posted it there and you can you can get all the details for the cap. But basically, you can get up to $5,500 a year to cover tuition. Please use that, please, uh, because it's there's no reason you should be paying your own tuition without burning through that all first. And we want you to burn all through that. Okay, and then the last thing I have is our first uh, question that came in in our comment box, uh, which I was uh, excited to see. So please keep sending those, send those questions in. And that question was, hey, Vito, why does construction take so long on this base? Specifically, hey, Vito, why isn't the back gate open? Um, man, I'm glad you asked that because it's tough. It is tough. 
Uh, and what I would say is think about your own home first, your own projects. Do they get done when you want them to? If you're anything like me, frequently the answer to that is uh, is no. And that's part of our problem is things just take longer than expected. Another one is um, sometimes you get great workers. You look at our runway, what a great job that team did. It was a little bit late, but honestly, that was because they found things that were beyond their control that they had to uh, remediate. In terms of other projects, reference the fire department and uh, uh, our contractor going bankrupt. And then other times you have ones like the back gate where it's just uh, some of the parts not working and it just taking a while. So we could probably talk and I, I could talk to you if you have more questions about some of the details of it, but it really boils down to that. Sometimes things just take longer. Human error is involved and we're hoping to have that back gate open in, uh, in early November. And so that was a great input that we got into the comment box. I really appreciate you using that. Please continue to use the comment box within our 169th Fighter Wing app. It is 100% anonymous. There's a spot there that you can put your name, but you can just leave that blank and it'll just put in the inputs. Uh, and I, I love getting those inputs. I want to hear more of what's on your mind. Uh, please send those and I'll talk about them next month. And uh, have a great drill weekend. Looking forward to seeing you all around. Thanks.